Welcome to A Match Made in Space. I'm Allie Goodman. And I'm John Walter. And we are a married couple showing each other the 80s movies of our childhood. And this week uh, we are back after uh, <laughs> what seems to be, what is it, like a month and a half, two months? The uh, longest break right. ever. Right, yeah. We, uh, we, let me see if I can kind of, uh, from memory, come up with all the reasons we couldn't record from week to week. Um, let me see. After Savannah Smiles, you know, we were cresting on that high of that episode, <laughs> you know, and uh, the, the resentment that it, it had built up between us, um, you know, and we were and really my excited. Amazing, let's be honest, my amazing uh, soap opera that, right, yeah. that everybody wants oh, to yeah, watch Oh, yeah, and now. which, which Allie probably doesn't even remember anything about now. Oh, I remember it. Yeah, no, she doesn't. <laughs> um, I don't even remember it, and I've, I've actually listened to this podcast since then. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, let me see. Right after that week, Allie had to work really intensely so that we could get ready for the week after that when we were out of town. We went to Jamaica. Um, you know, and also and we, it was your last week of your class. Yeah. My, yeah. yeah my, I, I never talk about my class. Uh, they don't need to know. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> No, it's an animation class. Um, and then after Jamaica, we came back, and I, we were all like pumped to uh, to get right back into the the you know the swing of things. And we had had I think the Wednesday after we got back, we were going to record uh, this watched, episode. We watched the movie. We watched the movie, uh, which I'll get to. Uh, we watched the movie, uh, although you've probably seen the title of it <laughs> already uh, if you've uh, if you've actually started this podcast, uh, but um, so uh, that Wednesday, I was too sick to talk. So we couldn't record it. Uh, by the time uh, I, you know, by the time that the next Sunday had passed, we, uh, Allie had also gotten sick, so we were both too sick to record. And then I got better, and then Allie was too sick to record. And as uh, you may or may not know, Allie's uh, one of Allie's careers outside of this, uh, you know, you know, extensive money making venture that is podcasting. <laughs> um, this extensive money losing venture, I guess, actually, is um, that. It is. She's a voice actress, and her voice was actually too shot after a while to send in submissions. It, I think, still technically is. <laughs> technically, it is. Listen to how how horrible she sounds like, oh my like gosh, just a croaking frog. Uh, and then, uh, then, then the play that she's in <laughs> opened, uh, and so you know, last weekend uh, and last week she was in Tech Week for. Well, I mean, almost everyone who's listening to this is probably a friend of Allie's, so you all know what Tech Week means. Um, and, then, you know, and basically uh, her, that first weekend has come and gone. She's in David Mamet's Oleana at the Skokie Theater <laughs> through March 10th. On, May 10th uh, May is 10th. what he meant to uh, say. March, March is in the past. March 10th was probably the last time we recorded this podcast. <laughs> um, and um, basically uh, she's just now, as of today, this is her first night off, and she's so damn dedicated that she wants to sit – with me and talk about 1985's Jim Cotta, a open quote martial arts close quote <laughs> film starring uh, Kurt Thomas, uh, who's mainly known as a gymnast. In fact, other than people who know him from uh, the ridiculousness that is Jim Cotta, he's 100% known as a gymnast. Like he has a couple of moves named after him. He would have won a lot more, a lot of gold medals if the Soviets, you know, hadn't. Yeah, if America hadn't boycotted or some crap, I don't know. I, I, I didn't. I, I was a little drunk when I read his Wikipedia page a while back. Um, so yeah. Anyway, the movie was also directed by uh, Robert Klaus um, and written by uh, the screenplay was by Charles Robert Carner, based on a novel by Dan Tyler Moore. Uh, probably no relation to Mary. And uh, again, starred Kurt Thomas and a bunch of people that you really probably never heard of <laughs> yeah. with music by another person you've never heard of and 
cinematography by someone who didn't deserve a job. Um, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, oh, I mean, I, well, I, I mean, was I, riveted. I will, I, I will say this. I love Jim Cotta, uh, like all good and right-hearted people. Uh, those of you who don't like Jim Cotta, you know who you are, and you are wrong to, to not like this. Uh, but uh, it is definitely... Um, a movie. Uh, it's a head scratcher. Uh, is about, it's, it's is about what I'd call it. Uh, yeah, you know, Miley, Let's see if we can do our and and let's see if we can actually keep it down. Can we? Can you summarize this movie in as few sentences as possible? No, but I will try. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, so yeah. So, gymnast is approached uh, and told he basically has to come in and run a an obstacle course for his life <laughs> and that his father also had run and it's something to bring the united states into a controlling nation because somewhere in outer space they can can i don't even know the rest of this uh, anyway in point being, defense it was uh <laughs> like a month ago that we actually watched this movie. I don't even know. He has to run some crazy obstacle course for his life, and that's pretty much the extent of it. And that's hilarity so and crazy Awesomeness. ensues. Awesomeness ensues. All right. To uh, to uh, let's let's expand on that since uh, shall we? Okay. So the mo- the movie basically opens with some pretty amazing 1980s ness. Uh, you know, it's a montage. <laughs> but let me let me but let me but let me just say one part, and then you can continue. No, no, no. Um, it is the most awesomely bad musically Jaws ripoff I've ever heard. Like, if you're familiar with with the movie Airplane, and if you're not familiar with the movie Airplane, why oh, are you even on. listening to this podcast? You're familiar with the movie Airplane. I refuse to believe you're yeah, not. Yeah, like, really. Um, they do that parody in the beginning of the movie with, with the Jaws theme and the whole, with the you know, the, the tail of the plane, you know, looking like the fin of the shark. And it's a, it's the a, music goes like, da, 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 uh, da, in case you've forgotten. If, if you don't know the Jaws theme, you need to not listen to this podcast yeah, yeah. either. Anyway, my point is. Um, watch Jaws for crying out loud. It's a real. much better movie. And then than watch Airplane. And then, yeah, and don't watch Jim Cotta. No, I'm just kidding. No, no you watch Jim Cotta. Oh, you're you watching watch Jim Cotta after that. But anyway, my point is that the music is so bad and and it is this like you can hear the intensity in the music and it's really really trying to be jaws and it's I don't not think it's trying to be jaws oh it's trying to be jaws i think it's trying to be some sort of actual martial arts oh honey movie, it's trying I, to be jaws because the music no... is trying to be jaws well, I, I, it's trying to get that look, intensity look, the movie is about the 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 skill of gymnastics and the kill of karate not the you know the skill of gymnastics and the you know, kill I, of a great white I shark. I was about to give you like kind of mad props for coming up with that off the top of your head, and then I realized you were reading that. So, <laughs> oh, actually, no, I know that I know the tagline. That, yeah. that, that, I mean, I have the Wikipedia page open because, to be like, honest, it's been like a month and I can't really remember everything. So I was just having there to double check. Seconds we have like uh, giving you a full. And I, I wrote really terrible notes this time. I mean, I like my, my notes seriously look like cuneiform. It's it's amazing. So um, I you know I'm, I'm probably gonna be saying random sentences and wondering what I meant. Yeah, me too. So, I know. I can't uh, even you know, read. My own writing. Because again, I've seen this movie a few times, but uh, this was the first time in a while I'd seen it, and that was a month ago. So, and it's it's definitely it's, so a, it's a very 80s, complex movie. Yeah, yeah, you were saying it's it's, it's so, yeah, it begins it begins 80s. like like so perfectly like like you know it begins with sort of a like 
Well, first of all, it looks like Walker, Texas Barbarian when he starts. Oh, that's funny because I said medieval times meets Mitch Gaylord. Yeah, either one. Uh, and it, it, it's, 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 it's probably the first movie in history, and hopefully not the last, to begin with a montage of a gymnast performing to an imaginary audience and uh, intercut with ninjas on horseback. Uh, and that you know, makes and, perfect and sense it basically it's, to no one. You know, there's basically it's it's this 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 man is running uh, for his life in some most dangerous game sort of situation, and he's shot with an arrow. Uh, while another guy, Jonathan Cabot, the be, the bemulleted you know gymnastics hero of the U.S., uh, performs again in what appears to be another dimension. He's just in like a dark room where there's a recorded crowd sound, and, and they're cheering. shooting him from below. You know, yeah. so you really oh, because, well, like he's, a mo- he's, he's, he's a giant of the gymnastic yes, world. Yes, he's a giant. You know, a literal giant. You literal. Know, so they, they shoot him as such. You know, even though I think uh, Kurt Thomas is probably about he's like, like five, five four. Foot from Romania. Yeah. Uh, we wow, we synchronized on the height. This is why we're married. <laughs> and that's the only. Reason. And that's the last time we'll agree in the entire podcast. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. uh, you know, and so it's it, it and 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 very quickly, you know, he's immediately contacted by members of the SIA. Which is, I guess, I don't know. They, they were afraid the CIA was going to sue them. Probably, <laughs> you know? yeah. But, you know, but like, apparently, they were a super secret government agency. Mm. Um, actually, everything in this movie is so made up, and like, it's like it's like a kid wrote the screenplay. It's all yeah. so like everything is fake. The country's fake. The you know the intelligence agency's fake. The martial art is fake. You know, there's not a lot of actual hunting ninjas on horseback in the real world. I mean, although in the '80s, like, you know, and actually that goes into how super '80s this is. Not only we learn very quickly is this movie about ninjas, but it's about ninjas and the star Wars missile defense system. Yes. Because what has happened is this man who has apparently perished in, uh, in this country, which is known as Parmistan located in the, uh, deep in the Hindu Kush mountains, which for those of you who uh, want a geography lesson, that means it lies between Afghanistan and Pakistan. So it is definitely a place that is always peaceful (laughs) and, uh, has never had any form of troubles dating back any number of years. Uh, but uh, so apparently Parmistan, uh, probably a big, uh, big uh, supporters of the Taliban. <laughs> but um, if we're, but uh, Parmistan is, it's a neutral country. And, uh, you know, they, they don't work for the U.S. or for the enemy. The movie never actually mentions the Soviet Union. It just calls them the enemy. If the I'm not enemy. mistaken, maybe I'm mistaken. If uh, you know, you can you can call in before we finish recording and tell us again. <laughs> um, you know, the number is one eight hundred MMIS podcast. Uh, that's not really a real number. I, I think it's probably not even the right number of letters. Probably but, not. Um, I think there's an extra letter in there. Uh, probably several extra letters because uh, <laughs> podcast I spell it with two D's. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, the, but uh, basically, this this country is somehow, and I'm not really sure how this works because the Star Wars missile defense system is a bunch of satellites. But somehow, this country is the perfect place to launch Star Wars. From. That's that's where I got. That's literally the words that I wrote down. Were okay. I'm confused. Well, yeah. It's. I mean, this is a very complex plot. It's kind of like. You know, it's like some it's sort of like Robert it's Ludlum spy novel thin, with all these deep nuances. And, uh, oh, you yeah, know. deep nuances. Yeah, it's, like it's just, a it's thinly like, veiled, we don't have any idea what we're saying. It kind of sounds like something a kid would write, like you said. And, and we're just going to make that be the, yay, oh, yeah, yeah, there's this, our plot. Yeah. It, it, this movie is like, well, it's, it's kind of a fever dream also. Um, yeah, pretty but, much. So, um, 
Anyway, the, the SIA has come to him. This man was Jonathan Cabot's father, who was apparently a spy, and he was playing the game. Which the is game. The game is uh, this thing that if, if you are a foreigner and want to visit Parmistan, you have to play the game to get into the country. If you win the game, you will get, you know, like, some wish granted, like it's some sort of genie trick, <laughs> you know, some sort of gift. Actually, I think it's more like it's like the, wet, it's like a, the wedding of a mafia don. You know, on the de- on the day of his daughter's wedding, kind of thing, where if, sure. you, if you pass the game, you know, you can, you know, you you you'll be able to star in a movie, you know, or something, you know, like for the horses. I, I'm trying to make a Godfather reference, and I haven't seen You're Godfather. You're really, it's it's falling, years, it's falling. It's a good try, though. Um, I was pretty trash the last time I saw it too, because I we were all awesome, with him. Cool we, you guys are with him. Right? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, wow, now that we're recording on different mics and you're, like, uh, in that little booth, I can't really hear what you're muttering at me, so you're Good. the devil. <laughs> and you can hear me because I project. Um, also, I'm, I, you know, you're on the other side of my soundproof box. So, so the point is this SIA guy brings, brings uh, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. gymnastics oh, uh, yeah. kiddo yeah, oh, oh, and so, it, but basically for 800 years, no one has oh, ever... Yeah. Finish the game. So apparently, um, the entire population of Parmistan is massively inbred since they've never had an immigrant yeah. since like 1200. But um, which kind of makes sense when you look at what they look like. Yeah, it, it really does. They're like, kind of nasty. Well, it's like they, it's like looking, a, the whole country is like a Hieronymous Bosch painting. Really scary. It's ridiculous. But uh, so it's anyway, like Picasso went in there. So and was it's like, like yeah, oh, they need a spy monitoring station or some crap. You know, early warning, whatever. Like you know, so they. So the government recruits this gymnast because, you know, that's – he's the son of the guy who went in. So obviously he's inherited his ability to be a spy um, would be my guess. Um, I don't know. He's so athletic. He, so then we get – you know, obviously he, he, he's not he going to agree until he learns his dad is, uh, you know, missing. And he's really going – that's the whole reason he's agreed to do it, you know. And so immediately he gets like two – three trainers given oh, to wait, him. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go there, I, I just have to throw this in. Um my favorite line. Well, that we'll get to that. I, I I'm naming the trainers. One of the trainers is the person that lines about. No, you don't know the line I'm talking about. Uh, is it about uh, her interest, her no, background? No. Oh no, because that's her, that well, comes I, in after. I, I thought that, that was your favorite line no, since, you, comes, since you mentioned it like six hundred times. That comes in later. No, my favorite line in that scene. Oh, in that saying. scene. Oh. Okay, so my favorite line in that scene is that the, the SIA agent says to him that direct military action is out of style. <laughs> Like Cavaricci pants or gauchos or, hey, even culottes, which are now making a comeback, y'all. Yeah, actually, um, direct – I will say this. The, the U.S. military would certainly never have a direct military invention in the Hindu Kush mountains. It would also that never would be, be out of style. Let's just be honest. I don't think that's ever I mean, gone out of – I mean, fashionable, well, maybe, but out of style. Come well, on. Well, the U.S. has had so many, uh, you know, great successes with covert missions, missions into the Middle East, you know, like when they totally saved those hostages and – Oh, wait, no. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about this time they failed to save those hostages. Yeah. So, so moving on. So so um, he does, he gets these three other trainers, and in the process yeah. of getting and, them. And the three um, trainers are, by the way, it's like some martial arts dude. Yeah. Some, like, guru Japanese guy and a a beautiful Parmistani princess. So let me, let me just. <laughs> named Princess, I believe, Before Rubala, we get to her. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, yeah, Wikipedia says Rubali. Before we Thank get you. to her, though, I just want to tell you about the um, the fight master. Fight Basically, master. the fight master. Um, ha- it, there's this scene. They do this montage, and in the montage, there's this, this scene of him hanging out with an eagle. Oh, yeah. Like just, just hanging with. Like this is going to bring you. It's like use oh, the force, God. Luke, because. 
I'm sorry. He's just chilling with an eagle. He's it's like, just chilling and with a to be honest, eagle to be on honest, his shoulder. I would do that if I could. And, and I wrote, because dot, 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 badass. Yeah, well, because he's a, he's a guru and a trainer and a fight master. By and the way, I'm, I'm actually badass. changing my name to fight master. No. Jonathan Robert fight master. No. All right. You sure? Because wouldn't it be great if our, if our son was named Jackson Maxwell Fightmaster? Jackson Maxwell Fightmaster Goodman Walter? No, no, just Jackson Maxwell. Fight. Get, get rid of our stupid last names. Just Jackson Maxwell Fightmaster. Jackson Fightmaster? Yeah. I think he'd be beat up. And... Jack Fightmaster. No. P.I. No. <laughs> he could be a P.I., though. No. Fightmastering P.I. Yeah, you're no fun. You never, you never want our son to have a weird, horrible childhood <laughs> yes. but then a really cool adulthood where he drives around in a Ferrari. You're right. I, 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 yes, I don't know why I, I eschew this weird, It's idea. weird that you would eschew that. So anyway, we go through this montage with no music, by the way, which uh, is like, weird. Stallone yeah. is rolling in his grave. Oh, my God. You, know, you got to put a little something in there, you know. Just Frank, Frank, give him something. Frank, come on. <laughs> you know. At least give him some marbles, you know, to put in his mouth for a while. Oh, <laughs> he mumbles enough without the marbles. <laughs> um, but, um. So we, you know, so anyway, the Princess Rubali, who doesn't speak for the longest time in this movie, be, you know, and I was really hoping her first words would be, get your damn stinking paws off me, oh, filthy stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Oh, shit, I can't even do it. You can't even do it. I can't even do it. I'm, I'm doing a bad Heston and I'm quoting it wrong. I, I would like to give the one line, though, only because it does come in as a voiceover. And I feel like as a voiceover actor, you know, as a professional, I feel like I can probably deliver this hilariously ridiculous line best line in the movie you best mean? line in the movie best line in the movie so the SIA agent is they're all there they're all training him and they're doing the most ridiculous trainings with him in this montage and you keep seeing her looking and you know checking him out and he in you know whatever his name what's his name whose name the, the, the gymnast name Jonathan Cabot jo- Jonathan Cabot keeps looking over and seeing her look out the window or whatever she's doing and, and you know it mentions to the SIA agent whose name escapes me as well um, you know I don't I don't think she likes me very much and here is what here is what the SIA and you just know there was bad editing done on here like they were like oh we gotta cut the movie down <laughs> wait because, was there good editing done in this movie uh, he's like oh there's too much good you just you just hear the conversation going on in the editing booth it's like the director's like oh we gotta cut it down for time it's like ah this line's enough that gives enough information here's the line that we are delivered while he's doing monkey bars training no joke like climbing like literally going across monkey bars <laughs> interesting background her mother's indonesian there's more to that line right there is no that is it that's that's that the whole the line whole that's line. the whole line that is the, i mean why would they silence, put that in there that silence why would they put that in there because that seems apparently like a, it's incredibly well that is kind of interesting i suppose interesting. i mean that her but did that mean her mother managed to play the game oh no I see what happened. What happened? The reason the father is a widower is because the only way he could bring his new queen into the country is she had to play the game. And nobody survived the game. Okay. So she died. And I guess uh, from her mother's womb untimely ripped was uh, Princess Ruvali. You know, and that, that's why there's wow. no queen. That's the fact that you have just deduced all this. Well, you have to. Look, it's, it's logical. No one has survived the game. No foreigner. I also think that it could be. That the writing is so bad that nobody. Oh, I, I like to give them this into. I like to give them the benefit of the doubt. That I maybe would just like to point this out is a very tightly that plotted. It's based on a novel from is, 1957. Apparently, this background is so interesting that it bears three words: her mother's Indonesian. 
Look. That's it, how interesting Is it your is. mother Indonesian? My mother is not Indonesian. And you notice you're not as nearly as interesting as Princess Rivali, right? I, but I, I mean, I can give you more than three words to describe my mother's background. Right, but is it as interesting as being Indonesian? I mean, I think it is. My mom's pretty interesting. Have you met my mom? Uh, um, I think. Yeah, you've met my mom. I, yeah. Oh, wait, is she the one who, like, lives with your dad? Yes, that would be my mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like you. Like, a lot yeah, like yeah, you? Yeah, that would be my mom. That I see, like, once a week? Yeah, yeah that would be, that would uh, be my yeah. mom. Yeah, okay. You think you know her? Yeah, I do. I, I, I have met her, yes. Have you met her a few times? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the one woman in your family that I actually like, as opposed to you? Other than me? <laughs> no, no. As opposed to you, whom I really don't like right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway. Her mother's actually nice to me. <laughs> my mom is actually, my mom loves him. He's like the son she never had. She has a son, too. And you're, well, no, but you're like I'm like the son, I'm the Jonathan she never had. Because That's exactly she, right. Because she my brother's name is John. Actually, technically, was Jonathan, and he absolutely thought that name was horrible. He won't go by it at all. Like this is this is all. an interesting insight into our lives, huh? Interesting and, story. Her brother is Indonesian. <laughs> so my mother, my mother was so excited when I started dating Jonathan, um, and and she could call him Jonathan um, because in order to distinguish. John and Jonathan in our family. That's how we do it. And um, any slap. I think this is really important. I don't know why you guys <laughs> let's, are. Let's, aren't you guys just riveted going back to, to your, the going back to the music li- speakers hey, right hey, now? Hey, Ali, Ali. <laughs> montage, montage, montage. This just show <laughs> it in a montage. <laughs> going back to the musicless montage. Uh, you know, know we so we watch we watch Jonathan Cabot try and fail over and over again at the incredibly important task of being able to walk upstairs on his hands. <laughs> Which now, is, I now, admit, admittedly, really hard to do. Really and, cool and to And obviously, Kurt Thomas knows how to do it. Wait, but can I, can I ask, can I, I'm, I'm raising She's my raising hand. She's raising her hand. Um, yes, yes, Remind me, because Ms. it's Goodman. been a month since I've seen this movie. Is is that, like, foreshadowing for something he has to do on his hands later on in the movie? Do we ever see him have to climb stairs or do anything on his hands? Um, uh, clearly, there's that scene where he does gymnastics uh-huh. On a pommel horse. Yeah. Um, so, no. This yeah. interview is over. Yeah, right. Okay. I just, because sometimes they'll do that in a movie where they'll, like, give you this, The important like, thing to learn is the dude can actually go upstairs with his hands. I mean, I think it's freaking awesome. And, he, and, he, and by the way, he's really bad at faking being bad at Oh, yeah, he's really bad like, at it, Like, he falls over so blatantly, obviously. It'd be like if I was trying to walk and I just went, oh, yeah, and fell over. Yeah, really, it's really, it's ridiculous. I will, I will say, though, while it is cool, I, 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 I was a gymnast as a kid, so, like, watching gymnastics is, like, a really cool thing to me and I get I get like all giddy and girly about it I get really excited but but I (laughs) I will say that like if you're going to put something that cool and I say cool in quotes of him walking up the stairs with his hands which I think is what is cooler than gymnastics I think that's really cool if you're going to put that in the movie then put it in the plot like make it important not just like oh this is part of your training no I I will say this Allie I'm pretty sure in the heyday of old Hollywood, if you got William Faulkner or Clifford Odets in to punch up a screenplay, even they would not be able to find a reason that a character would need to walk upstairs on his hands. I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe if he was Sabuba, you know. Maybe he had to grab something with his feet. Oh, God, I, I just know. referenced the prequels. Burn this, burn this, burn this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow... um, so yeah, he's so he's they they go through their they go through their um their little uh their little shindig with the the montage of training. He you know, he talks to an eagle, I guess, or something. He you know, uh uh Princess Rubali keeps threatening to kill him. And then he has the most oh. amazingly if, we, if you think walking on your hands in a montage oh is pointless, God. 
He has a conversation where to win her over. He has a conversation with her where he's taking both sides. When he talks to himself, he looks at her. And then he does a flip. A jump flip. A jump flip, which is pretty impressive. You know, like a standing position, flips over. So he's facing the other direction. And then he pretends to be her. He's like, I'm a girl. You know, and then he jump flips back and does her, uh, you know, her his side and back and forth. And it's. Really terrible. It's, it's it's hilariously terrible, though. It is it is so inspiredly bad. amazing because you're like, this is something that when they were making this movie, they're like, this is the cool moment. This is the moment this guy becomes the cool guy that everyone wants to be. And and here's the thing, like it might have been effective, ish, because she hasn't spoken really yet at all. Uh, and, yeah, I don't really think she's spoken. Ever, I don't think she's actually ever. spoken yet. And what I find really amusing is it's like in order to like we have to I mean you just know somebody was out there being like we have to put in more gymnastics have him jump flip and you know to be both sides and it takes so long for him to get from I mean he does it pretty quickly and he does it he 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 does it really you know he does it really well but I'm sorry you can just turn around or walk walk one step to to show the difference we get it but no 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 put in more gymnastics so he has to well I mean. If he's not doing gymnastics, he's going to be forced to act, Allie. Well, he has to act anyway. Not as far as I saw in this movie. Well, good point. <laughs> you know, so, um, but, but, um, so, yeah, there was a, so they, they finish that bit, and then they get, they, they get the obligatory cue scene with gadgets, which I, I wrote, I wrote down obligatory cue scene. I remember him being shown gadgets, but I can't remember what the gadgets actually Wait, where, do. was this when they leave? To Just before to... they leave, to go to, oh, no, 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 you're right, no, they go to the, this is after they get to the, the city of Carabal on, on the, the Caspian, Caspian sea. sea. And it actually which, lists that on the... Yeah, Carabal on the Caspian Sea. I mean, on the, but, like, the Which, part. if I am not mistaken, in the 1980s, was entirely surrounded and contained inside the enemy. <laughs> and, and what's interesting is that... But I may be wrong. Her first words are when they finally show up to this place and they're you know brought into this warehouse with supposed a supposed friend... Yeah. And they're sent on a mission. Him in this, in this. In Is this when they're in salt mines? Have they got yeah, salt? yeah, they're, they're, they're salt. in a salt mine. Yeah, and they're and they're in Indonesian, like Indonesian Parma, Parmistan princess. Uh, and the first damn words out of her mouth are "fine piece of work." Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was such an anticlimax. It was so. They build. They build up her not speaking for. We are about a half hour into the movie at this point. Yeah. And she's been in for like at least twenty minutes. Without speaking and smiling coyly and threatening him with knives and things like that, you know, tries to kill him a few times, kind of like uh, Kato in uh, the Pink Panther movies, <laughs> you know. And and they keep uh, pointing out like, don't trust anyone, and you never know, you know, you think you know you've got a friend and it's actually your enemy. I don't know, whatever. And yeah, and then this is what she says: fine piece of work. And and then and then they go for a walk inside the city of Karabal, which I guess is supposed to be this. By the way, this movie was filmed entirely in Yugoslavia at the time, the former Yugoslavia. Um, and it, which is funny because it, like, it does feel very Eastern European, but they're trying to make it some sort of Central Asian country, but they're in this, like, I guess it's supposed to be like an Istanbul kind of place. Yeah, that's what it's I like, feel, I would like say the same like, thing. Like, Karabal is supposed to be like an Istanbul stand-in, and they're walking through, and probably, like, a scene that I actually had to stop and rewatch like, five times happened because it is, oh my god, it is, like, mwah! It like, if this was Mystery funny. Science Theater, this would be that stinger at the end of the credits, you know, it's basically there's there's a guy who like spits in his spits in his face, and one of his uh, one of his guides walking with him goes, you know, oh, there's some anti-American sentiment, but uh, you know, we can certainly 
Oh! Yeah, and then he, he is immediately shot by an arrow, like out of nowhere. And, like, and here's the here's what I wrote. I, I I don't know. I was apparently apparently in a very interesting mood, or just a little anti-American arrow to the heart. And then I wrote, "Yay!" yay. <laughs> I wrote, "Yay!" Like, wow. I thought I was really, the crazy, really throwing anarchist what is of wrong us. Wrong with uh, me. I thought, you, I, thought, I thought you were just the good, nice liberal theater major. I mean, I don't know what. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I thought was, I was the crazy you know what I think anarchist. Was happening? I was probably already getting sick. I wasn't yeah, feeling I wasn't well. Feeling like, well. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a great scene. It's a hilarious it's scene, and, scene, and it leads yeah, to a fight where uh, where. Uh, where Cabot, uh, Gene Kelly's two dudes to death like, by running up a wall a la Singing in the Rain. Yes. I, <laughs> I mean, it, and it has this, like, some completely ridiculous Foley mixing. Like, oh, every oh. hit is so loud. He, it's he, like a, it's like the wrestling ring mic, mic set up for, like, a WWF event where when everything hits the mat, it's just incredibly loud. Yeah, so then it's, like, gymnastic. Here's what I wrote. Gymnastics fighting, exclamation point. American Ninja, exclamation point. No, 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 no. American Ninja is an entirely different movie that we'll probably do later. But I literally wrote... That and She's then I wrote seen it. Foley question mark and Boing noise question by way, mark. By the way, my which notes is part of the Foley, Foley issue. My, my, my notes actually say Foley mixing is ridiculous, and I swear to God, I thought it said Foley comma Mick, and I was like, <laughs> wait, was mankind in this? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 that would be too amazing. I think I think doing our notes a month before and then coming back to do the podcast yeah, it, it's actually hysterical uh yeah it's it's especially it leads since, like, to, I really can't read at least a lot of clumsy dead air and us sort yeah. of staring at our notes and, going, God, that, and my handwriting is just awful oh my god like uh, i mean uh, the, the next like the next thing i have here says mouth breathes his way through life which actually fits <laughs> i don't know where that is in the movie but it's almost every bit of the movie because if you look almost every time you see him his mouth is hanging open he's like <sighs> and in my next note you know my, my next note says red shirt question mark and then bar Oh, oh no! We're, no, oh. we got to we got to go back. Oh, go back. We got to go back a little okay, further because so you know I, I have is. more. Yeah, I have okay, more. Sorry. Exactly. We'll back it up. So yeah, then he has like uh, there was there's uh, I, I have no idea what this this I have one thing before that that says uh, possibly duel with wine or Uno <laughs> or axe <laughs> duel with an axe duel with an axe yeah there's like a fight with an axe remember oh yeah and, uh, wow cool I, I feel like I'm like deciphering the like the writing on like a prescription. <laughs> You know, and uh, and uh, so Princess Rubali is kidnapped, oh, right. and you know, so he goes after her. And if if this had been done in like the year 2014, there'd be some kick-ass parkour as he chased. But uh, because it's 1985, instead there's a convenient set bars. of bars. No like, one bar. One, one bar. bar. There's a single. Bar. Oh no, I thought, were, I thought it was the uneven bars were set up. You know, no, you're right. Sticking out of the building, like like it would be like yeah. the one parallel bar yeah, that they it's use. Like, like the way they always have like convenient flagpoles in like superhero comic books. But this isn't a flagpole. It's just. It's a bar. It's an actual gym, gymnast Between bar. Two buildings. Between and two buildings. And the best part is... So he can just sit and... He, so he sees it and immediately jumps up, flips around, and starts kicking yeah. people in the face yeah. while doing gymnastics because he's a wrote, master of gym I literally color. wrote, bar sticking out of the building, you know, weight-bearing... Because, of course, it's going to be weight... Like, he just knows he can jump up and grab yeah, and then, it. And so there's some... Yeah, there's some... There's some, there's some like, just... Just this endless like diversion of him, and he kicks like four people yeah. in the face coming around he the corner. Around, yeah. And we finally get back to the movie. Yeah, you know, uh, and we meet Zamir. Yes, Zamir is the right hand man of the king of the. Uh, we're not up to that yet, but we're up to the king of Parmistan. He's like the head of the game. He runs the game, and he kind of looks like like the love child of like a young Chuck Norris and General Zod, the Terrence Stamp General Zod. You know, he's uh, like he's just he has this he's this like just sad sack face bearded guy you know with like a like some sort of like like black jumpsuity sort of outfit with like ninja elements to it 
it's it's he's absolutely and utterly a clown shoes person so of course he's the main villain yep. of the movie um and then we go like basically he he leads everyone into into um into the uh the city where they they witness at this point they witness the um the uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't remember. So they witness gonna... the, the 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 game, the running of the oh, game. Oh no, we, we're not there yet. They they have the rescue, and then they have that. Oh, oh no, they chase... rescue. Oh, what, what interminable chase scene. What am I thinking? What did I just, did I just completely skip that? Yeah, oh no, no, I know why I said it now. Back to the movie. That's because the the, the, the it's a cul de sac. The rescue takes like five seconds. Yeah, it is. It does. It it's takes, like it like, just goes in. It's like it's seriously like it's like it's like almost like one of those like like it's like a video game level where you just have to like oh. The character's been kidnapped, and you just have to go. Like they just, he just goes into one building and gets her. Yeah, he like walks in. He's like, "Oh, here, I'm gonna punch this and guy." Yeah, and he does some dumb fighting. Yeah, and, and then he. Gets yeah, I, I completely forgot that 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 whole kidnapping thing was resolved like I that. I literally don't know why this says airplane music, but I wrote that. Well, it's probably when you're talking about the Jaws theme and everything. Oh, does it come back again? Oh, no, maybe. no, maybe, I think probably not. Who knows? No, and then I also wrote inter- interminable chase scene, and I don't remember what that. Had to do with that's it. probably I think you're I think you're now I think I've you've now ahead. surpassed okay, me because uh, so they go into the city they blow the shafar um, yes. apparently like as I wrote is this Israel you know like it's yeah, like they, like they they do a really good job of making sure that Parmistan has absolutely no recognizable monoculture yeah it's like the biggest melting pot for for a place that has had zero visitors. For eight hundred years, it yeah. is a giant mixture of like every culture in the world. It's like it's like most Eisley spaceport in Star Wars. There's and just like there's just weird aliens. We need everywhere. to have a conversation about the King of Parmistan because we're not up to him yet. We haven't so met we him don't. yet. No, no. Oh. Yeah, okay. you, you should you should give me the give me the keys back. I'm, I'm still sorry. driving this car. So we so and it, like the, all the peasants. Oh, the only this, thing he can drive. Uh, I've driven cars for upwards of a year and a half now. Thank you. Um, so, uh, like every peasant in this, it, like every shot in this, looks like Terry Gilliam came in for a consult. It is. It, it is. Crazy. It looks like it looks like something from out of like Terry Gilliam's Jabberwocky, or if you were going to be less, if you want to be less obscure, it looks like something out of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Like everyone's dirty and weird and ugly, and I guess they use real Yugoslavians for it or something. But uh, it's you know, like it's it's insane how like it's you know so. So anyway, that's when they go. They go through the chase. They get shown. The king comes out to introduce, and we'll get to the, well, to introduce. Mm, I have things the to game. say about him. Of course you do. You, she has a lot of things to say about King Geraldo the Fourth. The uh, but uh, the king, yeah, the king of uh, Parmistan, uh, who is a beloved, beloved uh, member of uh, you know the aristocracy. They love him in Parmistan. He's yes. great, yeah. and he's he's a wonderful clownish man who loves himself some game. And like the first thing they see when they come in is they're running a special game for condemned prisoners. If they can survive the game, they get their freedom, and it's fantastic. And so this king, this king, he walked out, and I literally paused the movie, turned and looked at John. I thought he was like I I, I really thought he was punking me, and I turned and looked at John, <laughs> and I said. Why didn't you tell me that Mel Brooks was in the movie? Because I shit you not, people. If you have, if you have not, seen I, I don't Jim think he Con- looks like. I don't okay. think he looks like Mel Brooks. I think not, he looks like Geraldo. If you, <laughs> he looks like if, or Jim Croce. If, no, he looks like if if Geraldo and, <laughs> and Jim Croce. And, he looks if, as if Geraldo and Mel Brooks had a baby. And, and, and John Stossel maybe a little bit. Oh my God, I'm going to punch you in the face. And and it's it's really it's almost disconcerting because if you've seen my the Mel Brooks movie I've seen the most and I know y'all are going to be like what. Life stinks. No, it's Spaceballs. <laughs> I don't and think anyone's going to be like, what? Like, if you say the Bell Books movie you've seen the most is like, you know, like, 
silent movie or uh, to be or not to be, anyway, they might be like, Whoa! My point is um, that, that, you know, he plays multiple, I'm sure he does this in all of his movies, he plays multiple characters, but in this particular movie, like, he, you know, navigates between a couple of different characters, and I don't know, like, that just stuck out in my mind, and this guy who's, you know, not a good actor. No, oh, he's he's got some... Moments. Ability to speak words. and yeah. And he comes Look, out, and he's just this little man who looks like Mel Brooks lost a little weight, and it's just weird. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and he's and, like, and, "I'm king. It's great." And how he and he's very jovial. Which he's, I think oh, he's, a jo- he's jovial. He, and he's, he's, he loves his death race, and he really, he really, loves and he does sound Jewish. Race. I mean, I got to put that out there. Well, again, that's why they have the shafars blowing. Yes, um, it, this this the 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 religion of. Uh, of Parmistani is, of course, Jewish Islam Buddhism. I will also, of Shinto I will also say this. You know, we, we kind of missed a little spot about when after the rescue and the whole thing and then that the dude that was supposed to be their friend in the salt mines actually turns oh, out yeah. to be, He turns out to be actually an enemy. And, and by the way, that whole, that whole, every bit of that sequence felt like like it was like a snippet of, of like From a different movie. Love. Yeah, it, was like like a, a it was like a James different... Bond movie. Like, and, and like so he's shooting double cross The SIA cross-by. agent comes in to, to rescue them and he's there somehow even though he wasn't supposed to be there and he rescues them. But in the same, in the meantime, something happens to uh, John Cabot and he, I don't know, gets knocked out. Jonathan Cabot. Jonathan Cabot. He gets knocked out. And, and when he wakes up, He's in a bed and he's being petted oh, God, yeah. by a tongueless lady. And 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 basically that that looked it's like a really dirty so Sylvester McCoy circa nineteen eighty eight for you, Doctor Who She's fans just out there. Petting him. It's, oh, it's so, so awkward and freaky and bizarre and she can't talk, obviously, because she has no tongue. And it's just And there's freaky. And also at some point in the movie, apparently, so I have this in quotes. Is there a line of dialogue where they, or is it, it's not over yet, so put your hardware back in your pants? Yes, that comes later. Okay, that's because that's my next note after King Harold of the Fourth. I also had something and, about, and Sylvester McCoy. I had something about whitewater rafting. Did they go whitewater rafting? I think they do. No, oh, that's when they they leave. That's how they get into the city. They 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 when they get from Carabal, that's how they go to Parmistan is by the river. Oh, and they go whitewater rafting together. And oh, and there's there there's some awesome obvious stunt double work there. Oh, yeah, that's like they right. don't even bother. The stand-ins don't look a thing like no, in any long shot. It is like I'm, I'm pretty sure it's two guys that are both like six two. <laughs> it doesn't even look like it does not look like tiny Kurt Thomas and tiny Indonesian actress. Uh, Techie Abiyagiza. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, and, and I'm an actor, and it doesn't matter. I'm going to just show Jonathan because he's sitting here, even though you guys aren't. And I wish we had a like a yeah, PDF let's, let's I could show, show you the pictures. Let's show this. I'm going to show you where my notes end. Okay. Okay. Her notes. Her notes end with. Put your hardware back in your pants. Oh, I guess I am now the, your tour guide for the rest of the movie because I've written at least eight I more sentences back. I was done. After <laughs> that, I was – that was it for me. It was like drop is, the mic Which is – she, hadn't even, she like, hadn't even gotten to the village of the crazies. Oh, my God. I, mean, I couldn't <laughs> even write anymore. I was like this – I'm going to have to either rem- – it, I, literally, it beca- this movie became like an ABBA song to me. If I don't remember it when I'm writing it, when I, like when we're there, then it wasn't worth remembering because Jesus – Okay, so so anyway, since Allie clearly has forgotten the rest of the movie, oh, I didn't forget the movie. Okay, so so anyway, he and a bunch of other guys. Um, I what is what, like? There's a guy named what Gomez or something. That, yeah, uh, Gomez. These are all the guys that he's doing the game. That and, they're yeah. all running for the game. Yeah, like because there's all these. Basically, what's happened is all these other countries are also sending their own, I guess, gymnasts uh, to uh, to 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 go in. Like, 
like they've got like there's this really old guy <laughs> that it's like why why are they sending a guy in his late 50s to do like this like most dangerous game thing uh you know there's you know like there's the there's a you know there's a guy named gomez who i i don't know he must be Mexico is Mexico like trying to get into this? Ooh, the I'm trying to think like what Spanish speaking country was like a major space nuclear power. Yeah, no. but yeah, there's a guy named Gomez, and he, he not he's not American because the American is Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, Kurt Thomas. Yeah, good, good I wish try. it was Kurt we all Russell. Wish it was oh my Kurt god, Russell. made this movie so much better. Oh my god, but um, Snake Plissken is <laughs> Jonathan Cabot. Um, but um. Uh, there's a lot of butt ums and me trailing off because my brain has fallen out of my ear. But they, you know, they all start the game up, and they're all in their little jumpsuits. It kind of feels like Enter the Dragon to an extent. Uh, have you seen Enter no. the Dragon? That's eh, from the '70s. I won't be able to show it to you. Um, but you should have seen Enter the Dragon, and I, you should feel shame for not being at least aware. There's so much shame in my heart right now. But um, so, so anyway, um, throughout all this, at some point, we've made it clear that Zamir is secretly trying to overthrow the king, and oh, and he's been promised. The princess. He's been promised the princess. As and, a, as yeah, a, he's, he's to a, be in yeah, marriage. In, in marriage. And once he becomes the, the, the married to the princess, he, you know, he'll be the, you know, you know, she'll be the heir to the kingdom. He'll and if we him. haven't made it obvious, obviously Jonathan and the princess have fallen in love. Right. So they want to be together. But, but you know, at this point. But they can't. She's been promised to the mirror. So they, so anyway, they start this game and it starts, it's basically, it starts off, it's like, kind of like this ridiculous like it starts off kind of as a ridiculous foot race where they're all on the run being chased by ninjas on horseback with spears through a cornfield it looks very planet of the apes you know like it's like it's very it's it's got like this like you know heston heston feel you know like when he's running through the corn that you know kind of like the way uh, heston couldn't talk in the damn dirty ape line i screwed up earlier um and every now and then they've got like these i guess they're like ninja docents <laughs> just like point the way yeah you know like make sure you're a on certain the path. checklist because if you leave the path you can get killed but also you can get killed if you're on the path well, so i don't understand why thing. leaving the path so is really I just any wanna, more I just dangerous interject this so when they watched the 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 convicted felons or whatever to to run the game um they were told that if they stopped running they would they could they were they would be killed like they would because because they're being chased by everybody else in the in the town or you know whoever's like been hired to do this, and if they stop running or they stop moving, they can get an arrow shot through them and, de- and killed. So fine, okay, that's that's the deal. And then I'm confused, and I'm pausing this ridiculous movie when we get to the game with Jonathan Cabot and these other guys. You mean, you mean the way he stops for? A yeah, while? the fact that why are they allowed to stop and and John because they're white and and, and Wait, John, white John explains to me that oh they're not convicted prison felons so the the rules are different and i'm going well the rules are it feels like the rules are different and then in the midst of the prison guard one zamir actually ends up killing one of his own men because he shoots one of the prison guys when he's on the on the ropes um which is a clear violation of the rules of the violation of the rules of the game and so i and i'm sure they showed us that so that you could see that that happens because I'm a, I don't know why. Anyway, I would just like to point <laughs> this love, out. This little there's actual confusion. smoke coming out of Ali's ears. I, I was right so, smoke. I was so annoyed. I'm like, why, why even show us this confusing, non-ruled How game? is this we any different than trying to watch no, cricket? I don't watch cricket. Exactly, because well, it makes yeah. no sense. Just like the game. I don't watch soccer for the same reason. Well, soccer's very simple rules. It's just a boring game. But like, but like, I'm saying cricket is a game that's both boring and confusing. But, but the game soccer, is a game. Nobody actually wins. Well, nobody wins the game either. Uh, but you can you can win the game. Well, it'll take 800 years. Well, but somebody can win the game. 
Yeah, but everyone gets a participant medal in soccer, right? Do they? I don't know. I don't play soccer. I mean, you could. All I remember about soccer as a kid is play, was getting orange slices at the end of the game, which was like the only reason I ever played was for orange slices. Then I realized you could go to the store and buy oranges. Um, this is an odd tangent even for us uh, since we're, we've stopped talking about movies so much. As, and we also completely forgot about the best like villain in the game beyond – better than Samir, Thorg. Well, yeah, he's coming up. No, no, he's he's in the game already. Well, yeah, they started in the, the game, game with that. Thor. Yeah, so it's... Thorg is Thorg is apparently somehow Cabot's hero, but I'm sure not sure in what capacity. And how Cabot would have ever heard of him? Yeah, but he's 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 Cabot's hero, and he's so he's and he's like basically this man mountain guy. You know, he's this movie's man mountain, um, and like Cabot tries to be like I'm a big fan of yours, and Thorg like just pushes him away, and I, you know, and like and is and is crappy to him. And uh, Thor is a huge cheating bastard in the game. He's constantly dragging people around, trying to mess them up. He murders uh, someone, you know, at one point, doesn't he? Yep. I'm like looking. Allie was looking at me like I was confused, like I was wrong. She was looking really confused. So no, like, sorry. I was I was fantasizing about Thorg because, man, that was a good-looking <laughs> slab of Scandinavia. <laughs> he was pretty nasty, so no. Mm. No. Um, yeah, yeah you know, Thor, if, Thor if Bob was, shot a single, Bob shot, actor Bob shot. Yeah, he was, he was no bueno. But, but we, we, yeah, so essentially the, the point is that Thorg and Jonathan Cabot progress far enough in Let's this game. Let's just call him Cabot. <laughs> progress, progress far enough in this game to make it to the land of crazy the, yeah the the village of the crazies the, the village now of the, crazies. the village of the crazies is the part that elevates this from just a really crazy fun stupid movie to the craziest funnest stupidest movie uh village of the crazies is conceptually well it's it's conceptually something that really only like a nine-year-old you know on some really good peyote would come up with it, it's basically for generations <laughs> Parmistan has sent all of its insane people, which is funny because the whole t- the whole country's insane. Insane. Has sent all of its dangerous, insane people to the village of the crazies, which is a place that now is so inbred that they're breeding crazy people. So, so those of you who have seen, and maybe this will go on our list, but Return to Oz. Do you remember that movie? Oh God, what a nightmare! That okay, terrifying. Do you remember the wheelies? Oh, yeah, they, yeah they, that, that's the only thing anyone remembers from yeah. the movie. Yeah. So. That is what this entire town feels like. Oh, it's it so creepy. Like, it Everything feels is like, like the wheelies in like the very like broken down Emerald City. It's, oh, it's just a... really freaky. And that is how the whole thing feels. Right. And oh, um and, so anyway, they, they get to the village. Oh, and not before they get to the village, by the way, he manages to avoid uh, a volley of arrows through the through he basically scooby doos his way out of an arrow attack by standing behind a tree and becoming invisible. <laughs> Vision doesn't work that way. <laughs> but, um, but uh, so they get to the village of the crazies. <laughs> yes, that was Scooby-Doo doing Cousin It. That's uh, a new layer of nuance on the thing that makes Allie laugh that is stupid and no one else cares about. Um, so, they, yeah, they, they get to the village of the crazies, which is, look, it's like this weird, creepy, abandoned, I'm obviously Eastern European, like, it can't be a set. The movie didn't have enough budget to oh make my a set, gosh. so it's got to be just be some shitty old village in Yugoslavia. It, it, you know and what it's... it was? You know what it was? You guys, they basically went to Gary, Indiana. <laughs> no, it's too filmed. nice to be Gary. <laughs> there are people true. living in the village of the crazies, it's although not true. many. It's very It feels very, like, ghost-towny and abandoned. It, it has that whole, like... Oh, there's people walking around. You know, everyone, like, you see, like, people out of the corner of your eyes shuffling around, and everyone's complete, like, spitting lunatic, and it's, like, all, it's all, like, the most, like, 
like it like it's like any movie set in like old timey England where you go to Bedlam. It's a really bad fever dream, oh, and it's everybody so has creepy. a walleye. Like, it's they, just creepy. Oh yeah, and it's like, and then the music is all like, yeah, it's just, it's just, and it, like all all sorts of weird Dutch angles and things like that, and it's. Uh, and 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 it, we do have uh, you know uh, as as is traditional uh, to uh, to bring up the uh, master of uh, Russian realist drama. We do have Chekhov's uh, something uh, in that he walks into the middle of the, and Allie missed it the first time, which was so great because she didn't see it. And I was like, oh my god, she totally didn't see this. I can't wait. Is when he walks into like part of like some town square or something. There is like it's covered with some like some junk and dirt so you can't see it as obviously but there is a concrete pommel horse oh, yes. just sitting there and when you have kurt thomas walking by a pommel horse in and, the third and act, the best part, there was a donkey tied to the pommel horse oh yeah well it's, it's a donkey horse it, it no okay no. that doesn't make sense no but but this is what they did the same thing with this piece of equipment that they did with the with the uh bar you know is they don't explain it they just leave it there no they they like <laughs> hid it in concrete or they like you know somehow masked it in some you know fakety fake way they did the same thing with this pommel horse like you said concrete so they obviously were like let's get some concrete and let's just have a pommel horse because obviously why wouldn't we have that then he can use it i mean it'd be so amazing seriously people oh it's 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 amazing yeah so so anyway um it, there's 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 a whole bunch of like like craziness in the village of the crate at one point uh he has to crowd surf over a bunch of pigs uh, uh, I know he fights Thorg at one point. Yep. Um, a couple of times. Thorg is kind of like a recurring villain. <laughs> you know, like he just keep like it's like one of those video games where the mini boss keeps showing up. You He's know, like if Hulk Hogan were drunk. So Hulk Hogan. Well, yeah. But or Andre the Giant, I guess. Um, oh, boo. boo! But uh, can't make an Andre the Giant joke. We love him. I'm aw, sorry. He I won lo- our hearts. I love Andre the Giant. He won our. All good hearted people love Andre the Giant. Yes. It's okay. he's had a posse since the early 90s at least Um, so uh, oh god I am a member of Generation X so then he gets to Chekhov's pommel horse after some craziness and of course he kicks a bunch he gets around and of course thankfully these these, uh, these crazy villagers do what everyone does in every action movie which is we're, they're thoughtful enough to attack him one at a time. Yes, that was really while nice. While he spins that. and does gymnastics and let and like they basically run into his feet. That, for, literally, and it's like five minutes of this. It's just yeah, like, it's ridiculous. It's it's, it's you know the Russian ju- dredge only gives him like an eight point because his discount's terrible. Seriously. And at one point he like Xenia Anya tops uh, someone to death by jumping him like and like <laughs> throwing his crotch at the guy's face and like you know cracking his neck. Um, and oh my god, my notes now end. I may have gotten up um, for I, a drink at this point. I think I oh did too. God. I had, I, I had, I think I had a couple of drinks when we were watching this one. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, the last, the last note I have is it comes after what I'm talking about, so we'll, we'll get to that later. Keep moving on. But I, my, the last note I have is actually from the credits. <laughs> so, so basically, he ends up cornered. Finally, he's he's screwed. They're, they've chased him down an alleyway, and he does like the video game Strider bounces up the walls. Yes, and then is just out of reach of this grate. He's trying so hard. He's on this grate, but he can't make it, you know, and they're they're climbing up after him, and they're going to pull on his legs, and then out of nowhere, one of the ninjas shows up above him, and you're like, oh, he is screwed. Yeah. But then the ninja, like, almost like a dream, and by the way, the sky has been gray and shitty yeah. over his head and nightmarish since he's walked into the village of the crazies. The guy, suddenly the ninja grabs his hand and pulls him up onto the rooftop which is like the wall on the outside of the village. He's made it through the village of the crazies. No one has ever made it through the village of the crazies. And now the sky is blue. 
it is like you it's like he just walked off the adams yard and now the, the, the now the storm cloud above it has disappeared or it's like driving from indiana to kentucky where suddenly everything gets nice again oh my gosh and yeah. it really really happens right oh, yeah. across everything the everything everything's it's brown the, and sad and then it becomes really the happy and blue change you know? if you've never seen it it's it's amazing you should never drive through indiana please don't though. drive through indiana don't, ever don't again do ever don't do it to yourself uh, but so so and the, the the ninja who has rescued him turns out to be his father who was shot by an arrow and fell off a cliff at the beginning the of the movie scene. but he was but he was allowed to live by the ninjas for reasons that escape me yeah nobody understands this. and so it turns into like but because he didn't die you know um so basically uh, and and by this point by the way gomez his buddy has died and paley i think is one of the other guys has died an old wrinkled face guy who was way too old to have very much died um and like so we're, we're we're basically we've got to the point you know where you know they're they're escaping and Cab- cabot's with him and you know he's so happy that his dad is you know Cabot, Cabot and Cabot Sr. together, the Cabot boys. And uh, they're, uh, you know, not to be confused with Tarl Cabot from the Outlaw of Gore series. No, I'm, I, I don't um, want any of you to confuse John that. John Norman's Gore don't, series. Don't do that. Don't um, confuse anything. That but, would be bad. Um, so anyway, Cab- Cabot, 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 Cabot uh, is all together. They're talking. Uh, they're, um, That's their sperm. Yes. <laughs> and his father, father basically fell and he hurt his arm or something, so he, he only has, like, one arm that works. And the, he's helping him. They're going to they're, – they're, they're talking. They're reminiscing. And then, thunk! We get another arrow. Dun, dun, dun. It's Zamir, that son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, um, so um, basically, uh, Cab- you know, Cabot's father, you know, his father, Jonathan's father, says, you know, like, go on, win the game, or whatever, you know, and so Cabot runs off on horseback, and there's a chase, and he jumps over a gorge, and ta da, he's made it. They are, like, the whole army won't follow him, but Zamir will, you know, and it, they end up, like, basically, you know, finally they have a showdown, and they have this long, boring gymnastics based fight where he does a lot of just jumping and flipping and dodging and then he'll jump flip 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 hit <laughs> you know jump flip. like it's just oh it's just he's it's so ridiculous oh my god it's like it's one of the silliest things i've ever seen so and meanwhile like back at the ranch like rivali has been talking to the king and she's finally got the king to understand that zamir is going to overthrow him because and he realizes the whole army has turned against him because the army is loyal to zamir but what is the king to do why, he'll appeal to the populace. So he just goes out and gives a stirring speech to his people, and they all rise up and and overthrow the hideous army uh, so that their non-elected king who leads a death match can finally go back, you know, to, uh, to being in charge. Um, and the princess and the king and everybody, they all fight in a big, silly battle that goes on for ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. And as the crowd, like... Yeah, like, well, actually, no, Cabot's not there yet. I'm sorry. They're all fighting. And then, like, Cabot, as a, like, the crowd's taking down the army and, like, killing them. And then, like, someone, like, goes, look, someone's going to the finish line. Why, it's Jonathan Cabot. He manages to make it across on a horse with his still-living father being led behind him on another horse or something. I don't know how he's coming. I feel like he's almost dragging him. Yeah, he's dragging him. He's, he's, dragging. Dragging. he's basically dragging him. He's and, you know, so, like, basically the whole like the whole crowd, like, grabs him and, like, throw him in the air, you know, like, up, the, like hold him up, like, you know, like, actually like a Jewish wedding, like, it's just on a chair. He's up in the air, and I believe there's a freeze frame there. Probably. And the movie is over. And then we get a voice, not a voiceover, like a, like a note that says, oh, and also the U.S. got their Star Wars defense system. The end. Yeah. And then the credits run. Yeah. And uh, the only the only thing I noticed in the credits that was really funny is like we were joking about how he looks like Mel Brooks. Yeah. And by the way, the king is actually known as the Khan. Yes. In the according to the credits, the Khan is spelled K A H N, which means I guess maybe he was a Jewish king. 
Yeah. <laughs> the con. <laughs> the Madeline con. con. The Madeline con. <laughs> like, this movie can't even spell con right. It's fantastic. So, yeah, it's, it's so this is was... a, so this thus ends probably the greatest movie about gymnastics mixed with karate ever made. Oh, Thor died at one, at, in the village, I believe. I can't remember if he was eaten by the pigs or if he I was. I think he was eaten by the pigs. Or if he was stabbed with, by the. Stabbed and stabbed then eaten by, by the pigs. Or something, I don't know. I, so. I remember us having a very long discussion about Hannibal at that moment. Yeah, like we kind of, yeah, we kind of zoned out of the movie for a bit, you know, because it. It was just there was a long stretch where he was just running around. And I feel down. like I feel like maybe in our in our in our last questions that we posed to each other that we need to add one, and it oh, should be. This is this is not planned, by the way. I, what she's I saying, I'm I'm like thrown maybe, off. Maybe you know you know we have our first you know our two questions, that, but right. I think the next question should be how many drinks should you have in order to get through this movie? This is a movie you can watch sober. Or drunk, you should just watch it. Watch it at all times. I, I'm I'm gonna heartily disagree. Okay, well, um, I guess I, I guess you have a. Yet, oh, but... we aren't there because we got well, the credits. Well, I guess we can be there. Well, what, 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 you, okay, you have, so Jonathan, all right, so we'll do. Well, this. You, do you have Do you have anything you want to add about b- before we get to that? I have nothing to add. Uh-huh. So, okay, Jonathan, was it worth revisiting? Oh my God, yes! I unabashedly think this movie is a classic of good, dumb movies. Like it is, it's it's a terrible movie that's fun to watch. It's not a good movie, but you know, like there's a you know, like a lot of people don't understand that the dichotomy between enjoyable and not enjoyable is not the same as is not the same as good and bad. It's a bad movie. It's a poorly made clown shoes of a movie, but it's also genially stupid, ridiculous. It's a lot of fun. Like yes, I'm making fun of it when I watch it, but I'm enjoying it. It's it's a pleasant, stupid thing. It's it's so ridiculous. It's it, it's one of those movies that defies description. You know, like I'm, I'm I'm as much as I'm describing this movie. If you haven't seen it, you're like, there's no way a movie actually has this crap going on in it. No, everything is in there. Yeah, all these things happen. There is a pommel horse made of concrete in the middle of you know there. There's you know there's random bars. He they they actually get a gymnast, an Olympic level gymnast, to go to a, a fictional country to do a most dangerous game deathmatch sort of thing against a bunch of other people, so that they can be a missile defense system. And also there's ninjas. This is that's that's a real thing. And I I for one support that level of stupidity. Not every movie should be this dumb, but every movie should be at least be this enjoyable. And so Allie. Uh, would you agree with me? Was it worth watching? Ugh, I don't. I don't know. I. I think it would have. I, I think it would have been worth watching if I had been. If okay, if we had not been there to like take notes and sit there, you know, podcasty, you know, in podcast mode. If we could have seriously sat there and been like, oh my god, wait till you see the shit that's gonna come down in this movie, you know, a little bit more, you know, with a lot of chips and salsa and you know, lots of margaritas in me or tequila shots, I don't care. I think, I think I would have drinking problem. Super much more enjoyed this process, but because I had to sit there and take friggin' notes about, you know, well, you didn't have to take notes. Clearly, our notes were useless they to really us. Kind of useless, I mean, it's like, true. Uh, I still don't know what the red shirt was about. But anyway, so my oh, I think is, it was just a guy who was obviously going to get killed. Killed, he and he was in a red shirt. shirt. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, was, I'm sure it was a Star Trek reference, but whatever. Well, unless it was Scotty, because you know he wore a red shirt. And he, he made it. Um, but my point is that, like, I think yes, I, this was. I it was big because don't go into this movie expecting anything phenomenally brilliant but you can definitely go into this movie expecting to have fun 
and make fun of it. Like I, I, I don't understand how anyone would walk into a movie called Jim Cotta, whose who's DVD case shows a gymnast kicking two ninjas in the face. I mean. With a tagline, combines the skill of gymnastics with the kill of karate how are there people really going into this thinking it's going to be terms of endearment are there people going you know like this i don't know this is going to be local hero i just want to caution the world that that's not okay that they shouldn't believe that ordinary people is the movie they're about to see so that that would be what i'd say (laughs) sensitive touching betrayal divorce and death and sadness and loss in a family exactly Kramer versus Jim Cotta exactly Cabot versus Cabot it's it's yeah so um how many drinks would one need in order to watch this movie I fully enjoy it I could watch this movie completely sober and fully enjoy it but I would recommend between three and five I think I'm more than that you might get sleepy yeah yeah, you don't want to get sleepy i i mean and you're not gonna be able to follow the plot i'm super i'm super lightweight (laughs) so two two to four would be plenty for me otherwise i'm really gonna be lost and maybe that's okay but two to four for me you on four drinks is uh is just a slurring mess i don't know why i'm pretty fun on four drinks (laughs) you're a slurring mess so anyway that's uh that pretty much uh ends our i mean i yeah i guess i jim you know, we'll, uh, we're we're going to actually try to get back on a regular schedule again. Sorry again about that delay. It was mostly Allie's fault, it was right? Always, it was all my fault. No, it was mo- it was both of our faults. We couldn't no, have done it. Really it was, it was pretty bad for a while there. Yeah, we were. It was a nightmare. Uh, but we're we're going to try and bank up a few episodes over the next couple of weeks so that we actually have a cushion in case uh, we get another bout of uh, tuberculosis or whatever oh the heck this gosh, was. I love that John keeps on our tricks. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here's a trick. We haven't been married for three years. <laughs> we just couldn't agree we got the podcast and the divorce. That's right. No, so, yeah. So, I, I mean, really – I mean, this wasn't as bad as it could have been. I, I will put that You're out damn there. right it wasn't. It was no, amazing. there were some really cool things that were not cool it wasn't about like, it. Yeah, it could have been, it could have been Girls Just cool. Want to Have Fun. Which I think is a lovely movie. I know you do. I mean, or I mean, let's be honest. It could have been Cobra, which, while I love Cobra, is an amoral mess. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, so, so um, I guess, I guess we're, since we're wrapping this up, uh, you know, if you... Uh, I'm sure you found us through some means, but uh, the other means you could find us, if whatever they were, uh, we have a website, matchmadeinspace.com. Uh, we have a Gmail address, if you want to give us a long missive, uh, you know, with any sort of stories about your experiences with uh, death matches and gymnastics as a child. Or Jim Cotta, um, if you were one of these people that saw this movie. As or a if child. you, again, studied Jim Cotta. You know, uh, uh, you know, and pro- you know, competed professionally in Jim Cotta yeah, matches. I don't think there is remember Gymkata when Jim Cotta swept the nation in 1985? I, I, don't, I don't remember that. Jim Cotta and arm wrestling—that's what it was all I, about. I, I don't. I don't uh, so, but if you want to send us those emails, that's matchmadeinspace at gmail dot com. Now, watch this drum roll while I get our Twitter feed, which is going to start getting updated again. Correct. Uh, you hear that? You, you, you may hear that. I don't know. Drum, 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 noise, drum, noise. It is at M M I S podcast. That stands for Match Made in Space podcast. And would you like to give them our Twitter handles in case? Oh yes, of course. Yes, if you if you want to follow follow Allie and get like some you know some inspiration and occasional silliness, that's her herders is at at Allie underscore Goodman. Yeah. 
So and, at uh, A-L-I underscore Goodman, G-O-O-D-M-A-N. And if you want to follow me and get either random crap about G.I. Joe cartoons or really angry political rants or just uh, dumb crap, uh, I am, and a lot about Holiday Road, I am at Hitler Puncher, as in one who punches Hitlers. Um, the I many, guess, many Hitlers. The, well, there's, there's all sorts of Hitlers. You don't know. Yep. That's true. You know, um, so uh, I guess are we wrapping yeah, this? Yeah, I think uh, this we are. So thanks for up? listening, and this is a match made in space. Signing off. Adios. Mm-hmm.